Power. In a world where you can be anything, be someone who doesn't repeat media sound bites. The show starts now. I was recently asked, what is the mission statement for your show? How do you describe the Kate Daly show? It honestly took me a minute before I could even come up with an answer. Because this show is not like any other conservative talk show out there. This show is so different, but it has to be. It's not about propping up one party and blaming the other on a daily basis. It's about getting to the truth, the uncomfortable truth. I'm on this journey to cut through the propaganda that we've been fed and to uncover the truth about our world and our government and what's been going on. We've been sold a box of rocks in this country for over 100 years, and everybody feels it out there. We need to question the narrative, question what we're being told. We need to understand our liberty and our Constitution. Is this show controversial? Yes. <laughs> you will not leave this show every day without having learned something important or even valuable about how we view the world. We have to say what isn't being said out loud. And in order to do that, we have to check our fear and our political correctness at the door. We get to have over 400 guests a year that visit the show. I have nine incredible co-hosts that come and join me on a daily basis with a different point of view every single day. We have to get our country back. We have to. We are running out of time. Let's do this. Hi there. I know, lengthy uh, intro, but so true. Everything I just said, so true about how I feel about this show. And a big thank you to Greg Manorino, the Robin Hood of Wall Street, uh, coming on last hour, letting you all know what to do, um, kind of where to go with everything. I am going to tell you, text Birchgold989898, 98 98, well-respected company. Transactions with them are so easy. Buying gold and silver from them is so straightforward and amazing and quick. And um, you get that right in, in your hot little hands uh, within just a few days. It's just, they're an amazing company. Ron Paul talks about them all the time and, and uh, loves them and uses them himself. And so does uh, Steve Bannon. And, and you know what? It's a great company. Birch Gold's been around and they're red-pilled and they know what to do. And get their advice. It's free to get information. So text 989898 98 98 and text my name, Kate. Um, and I talked a lot with Greg on the break and... We had some great conversations. Sometimes I wish those were on the show too, you know, the way those develop. But he's been a good friend of the show and and a sharp guy, sharp cookie. Um, geez. And he's not afraid to say it. And he's, he's very red-pilled and understands what's going on. And I love that about him. Um, and uh, we've had great conversations about kind of new world order stuff because he's, he's well-versed in that. Uh, big plans and what they're planning to do. And they do have plans. I mean, I wish we could go meet, you know, in Davos and, and talk about their future, you know, what they're going to go do. Um, wouldn't that be nice to turn the tables? Uh, but a power is power. Power is power. And so I want to talk a little bit about Epstein. I want to actually share with you some um, research that Whitney Webb did and uh, Whitney explains a little bit more about the ties that everybody needs to know about and brings up a few other things in this too. And I thought it was so good. I wanted to bring this to you. And then also, I'm going to open up the phone lines. You can ask me anything. We can talk about anything. But I thought this would be a good starting point because of the news today that's all about this. Although what they're going to show you is so redacted, like we talked about yesterday with Uncle Milty. We're never going to get to the heart of the truth about what's actually going on. They're just going to give you little pieces, nothing big. But she explains some of the ties that bind around Epstein and what people, I think, are afraid to talk about. Here is Whitney Webb. 
Right. So there's a lot of different ways to answer this question because really um, the way it got to this point, this is like decades upon decades of things happening. So one of the key aspects that allowed this to occur, not even talking about Epstein or like sex blackmail or any of that, is tech-based. So you begin, uh, I guess we could begin with that, talking about the promise software of the 1980s, which again involved this uh, nexus that I sort of brought up a little bit earlier of these Israeli deep state and the American deep state sort of teaming up. Okay, right there. This is where Ghislaine comes in because it was her father, her sister. Uh, it was their family that did this promise software. Okay, this is why I don't think she's actually in prison. I don't think she'll ever go to prison. I think they um, do a whole masquerade around her because she knows where the bodies are buried. She has way too much information on people um, that could come out. And I, because her family holds the keys to promise software and maybe specialized black doors, this is why her and Epstein were, were buddies too, by the way. Okay, so that's the promise software of the 1980s is what she's talking about. Ghislaine Maxwell's dad, uh, Robert Maxwell, was a um, spy. Here you go. In this um, essentially criminal uh, gun-running enterprise and also drug-running enterprise that was Iran-Contra. But also what they did is they stole the software product from Insla Inc. um, and then marketed it around the world, placing a back door in it. The back door was placed uh, by Israel and then was sold uh, around the world by Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, uh, who, by the way, his best friend, lawyer, and confidant was Samuel Pisar, the person that raised current Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Um, and Robert Maxwell, in selling this around the world, essentially allowed Israel to conduct uh, basically a global coup of intelligence agencies around the world because they had backdoor real-time access uh, to all the systems of whatever intelligence uh, service bought the software from Robert Maxwell. By the way, he was taken out and murdered, by the way, just so you know. Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine's father. Here you go. And this included... Um, not just countries in the West, but also uh, in, it was sold to the U.S., for example. Uh, it was also sold throughout Latin America. It was sold throughout Eastern Europe. I mean, really a, a significant number of countries. The CIA later created their own backdoor into promise, but they were focused mainly on the financial system, on, on banks and, and things like that. Um, and so promise was... Um, you know, very extensive and what it allowed, uh, you know, them to accomplish in terms of intelligence insights. Um, and then beyond that, we've had uh, efforts, for example, uh, fast forwarding significantly uh, to Silicon Valley. I mean, essentially uh, with Epstein after he was outed, for example, with his, um, you know, the sexual blackmail antics and the, and the pedophilia and the, and the sex trafficking, uh, rebranded as a Silicon Valley investor and had, if you look it up, had significant ties to some of the biggest leaders in Silicon Valley. For example, in these recent cases between, uh, JP Morgan and Epstein victims, uh, Elon Musk subpoenaed, uh, Sergey Brin and Larry Page subpoenaed, you know, the co-founders of Google. Uh, there were close ties between Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeff Bezos, um, I mean, Reed Hoffman of LinkedIn, who's a major, uh, f- you know, financer of uh, uh, American politicians. You know, I, the, the list goes on. Mark Zuckerberg had Epstein ties. Peter Thiel had Epstein ties. Um, that's pretty significant, you know, it, and is sort of a microcosm of a broader issue. So as part of this broader issue, I'll give you just one of many examples um, of sort of. 
Did you guys hear that about uh, Elon too, subpoenaed? I mean, I know people want to think he's a hero of the right and that he's restoring Twitter and all of those things, but I've never believed that. You go try to build a rocket or go put a satellite up and the government will be squarely on your doorstep (laughs) within seconds. That doesn't happen. You do not own all those things unless it's government sanctioned, unless you're government sanctioned. So when she read off those list of names, the owners of Google, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, the guy from LinkedIn, all are have a lot of info and problems and are a lot of this this part of the deep state that covers up all the trafficking rings, too. So just 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 wanted to go over that again, because I think a lot of people, they ask me about Elon as if I can't believe that your feelings on Elon Musk. And I'm like, look, sure, he's a nice guy, but he's deep state all the way. And they put him at the front of these companies so that everybody has like, uh, you know, confidence that we're that we're being represented. Right. And that and that there's something in it for us that we're going to get something out of this because we have some sort of rebel at the heart of it. That is not the case. And I've done big exposés on Elon to prove it. So here we go. Of sort of this infiltration of, of American tech um, and, and what its ambitions are. So this is like an openly known organization called St- uh, Startup Nation Central. Startup Nation Central. Startup Nation Central. So keep your eye on that. She's talking about that from uh, exposés that she did a few years ago. Startup Nation Central. Uh, that I repo- uh, reported on for Mint Press of, uh, several years ago now. Um, it was created with money from Paul Singer, who's one of the biggest uh, donors to neocon politicians specifically, uh, mainly within the Republican Party. So when we talk about that, um, we're talking about like the Lindsay and we're talking about Romney, we're talking about McCain, um, we're talking about all those neocons. When people come to me and they go, I don't know what a neocon is, it's it's uh, it's like a it's like a, a rhino Republican in name only hell bent on on war dollars um, profiting from that. It, it's a lot of things. OK, but really what she's saying is Paul Singer, one of the big drivers to the neocons that sell us out all the time. So just because they say they're on the right doesn't matter. It's where is their heart and intention? What are they doing? And Paul Singer drives a lot of money to them. And um, he basically created this organization in order to seed a critical American tech, uh, either via critical infrastructure or like critical to the functioning of the private sector uh, with Israeli intelligence startup or or Israeli intelligence linked startups for the purpose of preventing the American uh, populace, essentially, or America as a country from ever uh, supporting the BDS movement, that being the boycott, divest sanctions movement. Um, And, you know, that's basically an attempt to covertly use economic means and sort of place these intelligent foreign intelligence linked enterprises at critical points in order to prevent uh, what essentially amounts to free speech of, you know, uh, right. Uh, the American people and, you know, American politicians from pursuing specific policies about an American power. Mm. So they're to prevent, right? To prevent. It's kind of like anti-constitution, anti-freedom of speech. It's it's put into place. These people move money and move power. As we all know, this is nothing new under the sun. Um, in order to suppress any efforts by any rogue, you know, um, legislators 
from doing anything that thwarts the efforts of the big guns. And um, so it's interesting, this, this pile of money and power that gets invested there. So when I come back, I just want to play this quick kind of blip from her about 9-11, because she kind of brings that in. This is Whitney Webb, a reporter from Mint Press News, who does a lot of really big investigation. I really love investigation. If I have time today, I might even talk about the trains, um, especially sort of who's behind the, and I could do it next week too, but it's behind... Um, who really is going to run these trains, okay? And I've talked about Siemens on the show. I've talked about a lot of entities from Germany and, and so forth that are brought in. But what I'm talking about with that is kind of specifically who's involved. Because all these deep dives, these are the important things to talk about. These are the important... This is what people... This is what's lacking out there. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Um, please text Birch Gold. Text the number 989898. Would you do that for me right now on your phone? That way I at least know you've, you've got the information. You just text my name. That's the only message you send is K-A-T-E. Kate, okay? Text 989898. And they're going to just give you some free info. There's no obligation or anything. You just get to look at that information. And things are constantly changing. And it's really important this year. I think this year is I'm not going to be one of those hosts that says this year, the election will determine the future of the country because that's the big lie. Actually, I think the elections were taken over a long time ago, to be honest with you. Um, But what is really going on right now is the monetary system is going to be completely changed. And I just want to make sure you're okay. And everything that you've worked hard for is okay. So text birch gold, please. Um, 989898. Just give it a look, see, okay. No obligation. And, um, they're terrific to work with. If you have, if you have questions are really great because everyone's situation is different. You know, people are wondering what to do with their money right now. Do you, do you hide it under the mattress? Do you keep it somewhere? What do you do with it? And, um, there are answers depending on your situation. Text 989898. Text my name, Kate. Okay. Then I know you're okay. This is the Kate Daly Show. So true. So true. Now, I really am grateful for Whitney Webb reporting. There's a couple people I pay attention to, um, and um, it doesn't always mean I agree with every single thing they say, but there are people on boots on the ground that like to do investigative reporting. And that's one thing that I really respect because we have far too many journalists that just reprint AP, <laughs> AP awful, horrid news that lies to you. So I always really respect the, the researchers, the the people that actually go in and research. So I love that. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly show. And, um, uh, KateDallyRadio.com is where you can stream the show live in the afternoon and call in, um, or uh, and it's on every day. Or um, you can also go and get the SoundClouds there, the podcast version of the show, and share that and listen to that uh, while you clean the house or do yard work or whatever. Because every day you're going to learn something on this show. Every single day, that's the goal. Learn something new, not just complain. Learn something, right? And right now we're learning something about the way the world really operates. And Epstein, there's so many things that are going to be said 
Um, but they're never going to get to the heart of it, and they're never going to reveal anything. I was just looking at something from Matt Walsh, and he was agreeing. The same thing. He said, you know what? And I've had Matt on the show, and he goes, he's just talking out there saying, look, they're never going to reveal anything very important because they can't. They they just won't. They won't out anyone, okay? Um, they'll throw a few bones, but they're not going to they're not going to actually out what's really going on. Here is Whitney Webb talking about Paul Singer. Now, Paul Singer is a billionaire. They say in the fact sheets that he the ultra conservative think tank. No, it's not. He's for everything that's global. He's a globalist communist. Okay, and he funds what we think are conservatives. They're not. Um, and here's Whitney Webb talking about that. Here we go. And she's going to mention 9/11 years ago now. Um, it was created with money from Paul Singer, who's one of the biggest uh, donors to neocon politicians specifically, uh, mainly within the Republican Party. And um, he basically created this organization in order to seed a critical American tech, uh, either via critical infrastructure or like critical to the functioning of the private sector uh, with Israeli intelligence startup or, in, or Israeli intelligence linked startups for the purpose of preventing the American uh, populace, essentially, or America as a country from ever uh, supporting the BDS movement, that being the boycott, divest sanctions movement. Um, and, you know, that's basically an attempt to covertly use economic means and sort of place these intelligent foreign intelligence linked enterprises at critical points in order to prevent uh, what essentially amounts to free speech of, you know, uh, right. uh, the American people and, you know, American politicians from pursuing specific policies about an American power. And I can tell you that that particular uh, policy is is much more advanced than just that. Um, and we essentially have, um, for example, all of the NSA uh, contracted an Israeli intelligence com- linked company, not an American company, to develop all of its back doors into Silicon Valley products. Do you think that company didn't save those for Israel as well? Um, I think they most likely did. That would make the most sense. Um, and then, of course, there's... Um, uh, cases uh, where you have censored news reports like Carl Cameron from Fox News in the aftermath of 9-11 talking about extensive Israeli surveillance of, um, you know, the American government at that point in time involving groups like uh, what is now Verant Inc., which was that exact same company the NSA contracted to make their back doors years later. Um, and all sorts of things that just make no sense from a national security perspective happening in this country. Um, and again, I don't boil this down to, oh, Israel bad. But what the problem as I see it, is that there are these deep states, to use a term that a lot of people understand, but essentially it's these nexuses that form around team-ups of intelligence and organized crime uh, coming together to basically uh, covertly run things to expand their own money and power. And uh, it's essentially this transnational oligarchy. And I mean, that's sort of what I found in, in charting out um, you know, my books trying to explain the Epstein situation and exactly what his intelligence connections were. Um, and it, I also want to give the disclaimer, too, that these um, these deep states don't represent the people they claim to represent. You know, uh, Mossad doesn't represent the Israeli people just as the CIA doesn't the American people. So and true. so a lot of time, if you're being critical of Israeli intelligence specifically and pointing out their malfeasance, uh, you're accused of being anti-Semitic. But really, um, a lot of times they're exacerbating wars that lead to a jump in anti-Semitism, pursuing it for this particular nexus of powerful people, both Jewish and non-Jewish, um, who are 
only interested in expanding their money and their power and don't give uh, mm-hmm. a damn really about yeah. Israeli civilians or yeah. American civilians. Yep, it's so true. And so that's why we out it. And that's why it's kind of dangerous to out that information because of the accusation of anti-Semitism. But really what you're doing is you're saying these are wolves in sheep's clothing using the Jewish people, using us, using people. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. This is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, I know. I wish it didn't feel like this, like, like 007 Bond stuff and crazy stuff and who really runs, runs the world. And it's really the think tanks, those individuals in the think tanks, the bankers, the money people that are never mentioned on the on the uh, top list of, of the financial people, right? We always think, you know, Bill Gates and all these people. No, it's deeper than that. The families are deeper than that. And they're usually not talked about. It's usually what's not talked about. And then, of course, all politicians, they don't go to die. They go to think tanks in D.C. and they run those for a reason. And so that's why it's so important to kind of know who's really running things and who's not, right? And who's really, um, it's the think tanks that actually write all the bills, It's the think tanks that provide those 3,000 page bills to the politicians. Politicians put their stamp on it, um, but they didn't actually write them. And this is done by people like Paul Singer. Paul Singer comes from Elliott, um, the Elliott group. And this is basically what it's about is, is, is forming these groups where then it's all disguised under philanthropic, philanthropic, sorry, activities um, and playing a, a role in this and then taking like reporters and civic people and all kinds of people and making it look like a legit company that gives things away and does things for people when it's not. And he runs Elliot. And what they do is forecast systematic economic crises, right? So they did that in 2008. And Singer is known for giving money to people who pose as conservatives but are not actual conservatives, just like Whitney Webb was outing the fact that you have um, people in all these governments. The Mossad doesn't speak for those that live in Israel, right? And just like the CIA doesn't speak for us, and I totally agree with her. They want to kind of, you know, tie us at the ankles and act like they're working for us. And this is why all the TV shows that actually have to go through the Pentagon when they discuss these groups um, for approval, so you don't say too much, but you have to put them in a good light, like they're the good guys. It's really scary, actually. So, of course, you can comment about any of this, but um, his uh, Elliott funds, uh, Paul Singer, that that started in 77 and grew to $55 billion as of December uh, 2022, as of a year ago. So crazy. It's a Florida-based trading firm, and um, he's been in charge of a lot of money. And of course, he's pro-LGBT, he's pro-everything, except for the fact that they say he's not conservative. But this is really, this is the deepening ties for Israel's startup ecosystem and global innovation companies. Um, he's also chairman of the Manhattan Institute for Policy Research. And there's a lot there to unpack. You should look that up, uh, the Manhattan Institute for Policy Research. But 
these are the players that never get talked about. They're never splashed about in the news. Um, we have those, right, consistently. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Fauci, we have all these players. But the real players, the real ones, and it's not like Bill Gates isn't, but the real ones are behind the scenes like Paul Singer um, and CEO of uh, Elliott Investment Management, okay? So Whitney Webb was also asked about, um, asked about, the thwarting of the 2024 election. And I know a lot of you have thought about this, made comments about this. And so what she talked about, what she said about this is basically this, the deep state mafia, she said this just a few days ago, Whitney Webb, um, researcher, setting up a massive cyber attack false flag on the American people that could disrupt the 2024 election. Turns out United States intel agencies have been running tabletop exercises for the exact scenario. There's no question that we got a movie about it, right? So we could take a peek at it and kind of filter it through the lens of what if, all right, with leave all your sense behind or leave the world behind as it was actually called. Now the Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, greatest cyber threat to America is something called killware. So what's really going on there, we're being set up for a massive false flag I did a podcast that did not air that talked about something's coming. It just feels like something's coming. We're being prepped for something, right? And of course, uh, Whitney Webb was writing about all of these cyber attack uh, tabletop exercises for a long time. And so she was commenting on all this and saying, look, um, you know, are we being played by a fiddle? And, and this is what she says. She said, keep in mind that we may not remember a few years ago, the head of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, talked about a cyber pandemic, right? And implied that, that it was going and that it was going to be in the near future. And what he described as something having significantly worse consequences for people worldwide than COVID was ever going to be. A cyber pandemic, meaning a series of cyber attacks in different places around the globe. So is, are we getting a foreshadowing for this right now? And that's a really good question because if we follow some of the WEF warnings and, and so forth, then you see an escalation of those things. Now, Klaus Schwab's cyber attack drill was in July around the, the Independence Day. Nobody really pays attention much in July because, of course, we got, we're doing other stuff. We've got holidays and things like that. But these drills have been very, very interesting because like tabletop, it's even more so than that. It was a conglomeration of countries getting together to plan for it. Why are they planning for it? So in the recent news, there was some Chinese military LinkedIn group called Volt Typhoon, Typhoon, Volt Typhoon. They're Chinese embedded in U.S. national infrastructure. The only sources for that cited in those reports as to why the group is deemed to be Chinese. The only uh, group alleged fi- uh, in this national system of, 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 of critical infrastructure, um, like uh, created by the CTI League and also the CSA agency. And it's a long time coming. So Chris uh, Krebs is the former head of cybersecurity at Microsoft. And Microsoft also has a lot of connections to uh, cyber reason, a group that's been doing these tabletop simulations, cyber reason, and that this other group besides Microsoft is also called, uh, is called recorded future. How creepy is that recorded future? Okay. (laughs) And they were creating, uh, with seed funding from Google ventures and InQtel. 
which means the CIA is behind them, funding them and owns them. Recorded future is what it's called. And this group, Chinese or Iranian or North Korean or Russian or whatever they are, a conglomeration of people, who knows? We always have the country as a whole as a bad guy, but you kind of have to look at who in the countries is getting together as the bad guys because I, I don't think you could ever deem an entire country of countrymen a bad guy, right? But we do that in the press and in the government. We kind of have those eyeballs on it. You know, Russia bad, Chinese, China, you know, whatever China is, China creepy. But really and truly, we're talking about the individuals that run things there. So Doug McGregor, Colonel McGregor, who's been on the show numerous times on this show, um, pointed out right? Quite correctly, that he thinks they're going to end up canceling the 2024 election and martial law would be put into place as some sort of push uh, to push Biden into martial law situation and that it would be canceled in some capacity, totally controlled, managed, manipulated, not real, but real enough that the action of martial law would come into play. And of course, um, when you're looking at the the tabletop so-called exercises that these groups like recorded future do could be the case possibly. Okay. So when, when Greg Manorino was saying, and I agree with him this year, the bulk of this year is really a preparatory year. Get prepared, prepare with Kate.com get some supplies. If they do kind of a cyber attack like that, just make sure you have supplies. Also make sure that you're taking care of your money, get a hold of Birch Gold. All of those things, this is a preparatory year for 2025 because all of that could happen on the tail end of 2024. So it's not to say that this year is going to go scot-free of anything tumultuous. It's just saying that if, if big stuff happens, it would probably happen at the end of the year. Are you prepared for that? Now, that's a pretty big question for a lot of people because a lot of people might have a can of soup and maybe a can of wheat or a can of sugar or something, but not really prepared, nothing really in their arsenal to get through a significant situation, right? So prepare, prepare, prepare. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. I'll take your calls when I come back. everybody, I'm Kathy Lee Gifford, and I've been around a long time. Every one of us, as we age, realizes that things are changing in our bodies, in the world around us. Lots of times I don't like what's happening, uh, so what can I do about it? Well, the one thing we can do is pray, right? The other thing we can do is take better care of ourselves. I do that by taking balance of nature, because I'm not really good at nutrition. I'm too busy, I'm on the run, and I don't eat enough vegetables, and I certainly don't eat enough fruit. And when I take balance of nature, I can feel good that I've done something for myself that I can actually control. So take control. Get balance of nature. Celebrate Christmas with us. Go to balanceofnature.com and sign up as a new preferred customer to get 35% off your first order, plus a free fiber and spice supplement. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this exclusive holiday offer by using discount. This is the Kate Daly Show.
twisted as he went along his way. Ghost Riders in the Sky. That's an oldie, right? Uh, Welcome back, Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com, and uh, not owned by anyone, just me. And so happy to be here. Um, I also want to mention mypillow.com. What a great place to get gifts. What a great place to treat yourself to something really comfortable. Body pillow, um, a dog bed for your dog. You thought I was going to say dog bed for you, right? (laughs) Dog bed for your dog. Also, uh, they have the most fantastic comforters. I have one on every bed in my home, and their sheets are amazing. Their their towels are amazing. So their robes and slippers, just you can't go wrong. I mean, my pillow is just fantastic. So put in the code Kate, and it really helps the show, too. Also, you, because you're getting great gifts and getting up to 90% off. I mean, come on. That's amazing. Also, activate FIQ for copper and magnesium. Whole C, which I just took last night. Whole C. I was starting to lose my voice, and... Look at me, I'm back. So um, whole C is much better than absorbic acid. And uh, they have that in cod liver uh, oil. There's a reason our ancestors took that. And um, they just have great products. ActivateFIQ.com, code word is Kate. Um, And you'll get those savings. But I'll be doing some shows on sugar next week. Um, It's at the root of every disease, which is kind of crazy. But I'm going to explain that. And then also um, uh, teeth, how your teeth are coordinated with parts of your body, which is a really interesting concept. Um, you know how feet with, with reflexology is kind of that same type of, of thing. This is with teeth and it's, it's fascinating. Anyway, I'm going to talk about all kinds of things next week. Um, so please join me for all of those shows next week as well. Let me play this again, this little blip from Whitney, because she's describing how um, the United States and Israel, the, the corrupt people of both work together, right, um, to, to do some things. Here we go. This is that, that clip describing the NSA and describing this, because I have something I want to say about this. Here we go. For example, all of the NSA Whitney Webb. Uh, contracted an Israeli intelligence com- linked company, not an American company, to develop all of its back doors into Silicon Valley products. Do you think that company didn't save those for Israel as well? Um, I think they most likely did. That would make the most sense. Um, and then, of course, there's... Um, uh, cases uh, where you have censored news reports like Carl Cameron from Fox News in the aftermath of 9-11 talking about extensive Israeli surveillance of, um, you know, the American government at that point in time involving groups like uh, what is now Verant Inc., which was that exact same company the NSA contracted to make their back doors years later um, and all sorts of things that just make no sense. From a- yeah, they don't make any sense, but they do. When you finally realize that we're in cahoots a lot And the people that are in cahoots are corrupt, but that doesn't speak for the nations themselves. And but they like it when it speaks for the nation so that nobody ever talks about it. And we all realize that in Congress, Thomas Massey was the only one that said no to you can't ever talk about the the government of Israel or you're anti-Semitic. Everyone else signed off on that. Thomas Massey did not. So I give him a lot of credit because he's trying to say, look, there's a lot of corrupt things going on, a lot of evil things happening here under the guise of you can't say anything because of who's involved. So she also, uh, Whitney Webb, was mentioning um, the fact that, uh, that, um, let me get down to this. So the head, okay, 
So DHS uh, Mayorkas said that that hacks, which he referred to as where, okay, it's going to be the next big cyber attack, which of course is unsettling, unsettling that cyber reason, the head of cyber reason is Daviv. His name is Daviv. Um, when his work at Cyber Reason was a direct continuation of his service to Israel's Signal Intelligence Agency unit called 8200. So, um, so uh, D- uh, Lior Deev specialized in offensive cyber attacks targeting other nations. And not unlike Chad Ziedenberg of the CTI League, an important mind of that, of the head of the WEF partnership against against cybercrime that's leading the push for regulated uh, internet due to a coming cyber attack on critical infrastructure. That's why they're pushing the government needs to keep us safe from our internet by showcasing the fact that they control everything, right? We know they do, (laughs) but they want to cement that, showcase it, have that become very legal, right? To do that. They want us to accept it as a part of a safety mode. But she's saying that the push for regulated Internet is due to the coming cyber attack on critical infrastructure because they're planning the attack. So they want to be able to control and manage it by managing and controlling the Internet. It's not something that will be done to us. It's because they're doing it. The financial system is is an Israeli intelligence operative named Talal Goldstein that essentially created the model by which the companies of Chad Zeidenberg and Lior Daviv Cyber Reason follow essentially basically the policy Goldstein created back in 2012 while Netanyahu was prime minister back then and of course is still in now. He was Mossad, by the way. And um, that Israel cybersecurity operations, cyber operations were previously conducted by Mossad and other intelligence, Israel intelligence agencies that used to be done in-house are now going to be done through private companies. So there's a lot more here. It has to do with the work of the unit of um, 8200, which I know is a strange name, but it was an offensive attack on other nations. And so there. There's so many companies. We could get into the weeds talking about all the individual little companies no one's ever heard of, okay? But it's really troubling because they can place digital footprints, digital fingerprints on anything and claim that it's Iran and claim that it's Russia and claim that it's somebody it's not, too. So when we talk about these agencies, always remember that we're talking about the fact that they work on their own and then use the fallback of the nation they come from as, oh, we're, we're such good guys. We're part of the nation. And I know you guys know this. But this is why even in radio, it's very difficult to talk about these things. Because they love the instant reaction of, oh, are you against Israel? No, I'm outing the corrupt wolves in sheep's clothing that we all have in every country. But... They love to use the backdrop, the cloak of anti-Semitism anytime, you, anytime it's even mentioned. That's why they actually literally passed an action in Congress that says that you can't talk about the Israeli government. How amazing is that? Oh, my gosh. What happened to us? So the reason they do that is to just use that as a as a as a guise, as a way to never have to out any of this, never have to talk about this. And the ties that bind. 
a lot leads back to 9-11. If you read Rebecca Roth's books, you'll see that a lot leads back to these countries working together in their intelligence agencies in 9-11. That's the horrid truth. It's never stopped. We're getting it all the time. It's insane. We have to be able to talk about it. And there's a reason they did that preemptive, can't talk about Israel's government, because I think there is some sort of cyber thing coming our way. All right, you guys, it's been a fun show, Friday show, great show, and hopefully informative. See you back here. Be faithful, be fearless. See you back here Monday. All right, you guys, have a great weekend. Kate.